Welcome back to a chat with Oliver. It's been a long time, but I've got a doozy for you today. A good friend of mine from school, Bailey McCurtain. How are you today, man? Good mate, yourself? Yeah, I'm doing well. What have you been up to lately? So, well, obviously a certain venture um, has been kickstarted by yourself lately. But other than that, what's been going on? Um, honestly, not. Not a lot, hey, um, work, uh, it's only been one day a week at the moment, so it's been pretty slow. Um, I've got the shirts to look after, trying to start stalls and whatnot at the moment, get into Bondo markets, trying to organise all that. On top of that, trying to suss out another job, just have a bit more money coming in, um, gym, basketball still grinding that out um and just hanging out trying to have fun a bit yeah nice well you're wearing a blue babe shirt as we speak um we might as well get into the beginning of blue babes where did the idea come about and how did the wheel start turning on this business um look a year ago i didn't think i'd do anything like this um after covid hit sort of everything in terms of fitness sort of just slowed down dramatically. And I was a bit lost because I didn't really know what to do. I had, I was juggling three jobs, um, didn't end up going back to uni. And so I just sort of ended up taking a full-time job with my old man doing pickpacking. Uh, it just was draining. Um, I'd have to sort of go away every weekend to like Wollongong, Central Coast, Newcastle, stuff like that, just about every weekend, just to sort of like handle everything. Um, it got a bit got a bit much. Um, it was good money, but just like people were terrible. Uh, the work was just, I'd get like strained backs and shit like that all the time. Oh, pardon me. Um, it was just, yeah, not a good environment. So I think it was like the last holiday I'd had before I quit. I just sort of remember being at the beach thinking like, oh, I love it here. I need to do something about it. And a friend brought the idea up like, oh, why don't you do something clothing? And I thought about it and come back home and sat on it for a couple of weeks and then thought, yeah, like, why not? It'll be my own little thing. Nobody has to tell me what to do. You know, freedom, creativity, the lot. Like it was just sort of perfect in itself. Um, I quit the other job pretty quickly um, luckily, I thought I'd work at JB Hi-Fi and it was Christmas, so they gave me heaps of shift, shifts because it was so busy. So it was pretty much just trying to organise that and work at the same time, <clears throat> which was so much more doable because the hours I was doing before were like 4am to 1pm. I had to come home knackered as sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, that's really where it started, just by the beach. So, you know that's how it is so what's the process like actually you know starting to pursue this vision of the t-shirt company like what practically do you have to do like do you have to get in touch with like a designer or something like 
I, I, like I have no clues. So what's the actual process like? Uh, well, the first thing I needed to do was make the logo itself. Um, it was just pretty much me sitting down, looking through Pinterest. Pinterest helped a lot, sort of get motivation. Um, and I had a name at the start. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but that just didn't seem to work out. And then I think I put like Blue is the Beach and Babes was this mad song I had at the time. I put them two together and I knew I needed something in between and the, the trees made it perfect. Um, I didn't know myself how to do any of this stuff, but my sister's boyfriend, um, he was a really good digital designer. He ended up whacking it together for me. Um, and then all the other little logos. And so it worked out pretty well. After that, it was just finding a supplier. I, I couldn't really figure out like how to print things myself. I wanted to sort of go through a supplier that's been experienced with it just so they'd come out well for the first drop. Um, and so I'd looked around Wollongong to see if there were any like local suppliers and there was there was I think they're called um Kraken Creative they do a lot of t-shirts for festivals and stuff like that so they had a pretty decent following so I thought straight away like yep I'm going through them they're local sort of thing for around like the area that I'm trying to target um I think when they did the shirts that always post it on their stories so it would get recognized a bit more um, and then after that, I just went and picked them up and then it was just setting up the website after that. Uh, I was going to do it um, from scratch, but just the time and the effort and the maintenance just uh, was going to be a bit too much. So I looked around through like Wix and stuff like that and ended up coming up on Shopify and they are like so good. Um, you know, the templates are so good. They keep track of everything. They tell you every day how many orders you've had, how many customers have actually visited the website. Um, just crazy different little stats that you can sort of take down and use to progress things. Um, so, so it was really good in that sense. Uh, and then just the Instagram starting that up. Uh, I probably need to get new photos at the moment, um, do a new photo shoot. Uh, but yeah, most of the stuff, like the photos I do myself, because I still, I used to do the photography. Yeah. Um, you know, everything's sort of close to home. So it's really easy. It was actually quite easy um, to do. But uh, what I didn't expect was it to go so roughly. I thought it'd just sort of go on a straight line, but then you have delays. Um, you have things stuff up. You have, you know, editing different things. Um, so, yeah, it did take a while. I did expect it to start up a lot earlier. But, I mean, it's just sort of the process. You just got to take the hits and keep going sort of thing. Yeah, so now that the business has actually started and you're selling shirts over at blue, bluebabes.com, I believe it is, bluebabes.co, uh, $40 per shirt. Uh, just a quick plug there. Um, how's it been now that you're off the ground and running? Um, how's business been? Um, it's, it's been exciting. Um, the first two weeks, they were really good. Um, 
like in good returns, stuff like that. The past three weeks have been pretty slow, which is, I didn't really expect it to slow down this much this soon. Um, but I mean, you just got to take it and sort of progress with it. Um, at the moment, I'm trying to set up a little stall to go into Bondo markets, just because it's like a really big target area. Bondo markets is really, you know, busy. Um, just to sort of get more notice and uh, yeah, but all I've got to do now for that is just sort of pick up a few little things, make a sign, and then I've got to send a resume into the market website or something like that, and then hopefully get it kick-started in a couple of weeks. Yeah, nice. So is that the sort of goal for the immediate future, you know, actually get a few stalls going at different markets, like you said, the Bondi markets, and actually have, have a bit of a shop front? Is that that the next step, I guess, for you? Yeah, I guess so. I, I think it'll have to just stick with, I'll just have to stick with the one mark for now. It's going to be a bit too difficult too early to try and go around because I think most of them are all on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, and with reps at the moment, that's on a Saturday, so it takes up pretty much all day if we're travelling. Um, so at the moment, yeah, it's just getting that first stall in and then getting enough money to kickstart the winter drop as well. Because I want to have hoodies come in soon, but in order to do that, I need a bit more money under my belt. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, you, you brought up reps just then. Basketball, obviously, a huge part of your life still to this day. Um, like when we are going to high school together, you were still the basketball guy, you know, grinding, making the rep teams and such. Um, where are you at with basketball today? Um, I'm at a different club at the moment. Uh, uh, you know, the team I had been in the past three years, they sort of, um, they went for a different team. So a few of us boys that have been there for a while got cut. I had to, because the trials were so late, I couldn't go to any other teams for our, what I was in the youth league. Um, but I knew a coach up at Springwood that was running the Waratah twos. So it's sort of like uh, the one I was doing before was, I think it was 17 to 23 year olds. And this one at the moment is just sort of all age. So it's a lot older people. Um, then I think it's a grade under what I was doing though, unfortunately. It's a lot easier to play. Um, the structure's a bit different, but it's easy to sort of break down. Um, I'm training as much as I can still for that. Um, you know, they're bringing in NBL development to Penrith next season. So they're replacing the Waratah one with NBL one. So it's sort of a development program, a little comp. Um, ideally, I want to try and get into that. It's going to take a lot of effort because a lot of those boys in that team have been there for years um, and they've pretty much got a solid spot. So I've got to find a way to knock someone out of there and just work my ass up to do it. But in the meantime, just got to keep going at it, uh, trying to get results on the court. And yeah. Yeah, so is a goal of yours to possibly make the NBL one day? Is that something you're striving towards or are you more looking at now? Since you started up the t-shirt business, you know, you're working to, has it sort of become just enjoying your basketball a bit and seeing it as a bit of an escape from that stuff or are there still goals that you're trying to hit? 
see, um, I, I think a big dream of mine at the moment would be to sort of juggle both. Um, you know, both of them sort of give me different things um, and both of them together just sort of make things so much better in life. Um, if I could get into MBL, then yeah, I'd, I mean, that'd be the best. Uh, I, I could imagine myself playing for Illawarra and then just having like a little store down in Wollongong sort of thing. I, I you know, that'd be probably dream life at the moment. Um, so yeah, I guess it is still on the cards if I could get there. Yeah. But the first step's going to be getting into that NBL one team and then we'll see what can happen from there. Yeah, sweet. So I take it many of the people who are going to be listening to this are our former peers from Xavier College, um, our school. So I, I want to get into that a little bit. My perception of you going through school was a guy who could have a fun time, a bit of a larrikin, but a, a hard worker. Honestly, uh, when it came to schoolwork, um, from what I saw, at least, you know, you were pretty dedicated. You did the work and you got some decent results out of it. And for me, that's what's shining through here with Blue Babes and with basketball, um, that hard work. Is that how you viewed yourself? Or how did you how did you perceive yourself uh, going through school? What type of guy did you think you were? Pretty much that, I think. Um, you know, from up until year 10, I had just sort of mucked around and not really done much. And then year 11 and 12 come around, I did dial down and I did want to be that, you know, A grade student. Um, but at the same time, I can't not have fun and muck around a little bit. It's just, I don't see the point of just always being serious. You know, you've got to muck around a little bit. That's why year, year 12, I think we drink just about every weekend, um, you know, have a laugh, grind it out during the week and then on the weekend just sort of do a little bit of work, but I'd get enough done during the week so that I didn't have to just smash everything out constantly, 24 hours um, for over the Saturday and Sunday. You know, I could go out and do a little bit, uh, you know, from like midday Saturday to midday Sunday sort of thing was just like downtime, even Friday nights uh, and then Sunday night, you know, around midday Saturday, if I could get some stuff done, then I'd get it done. But most of the time I'd smash out so much during the week that I didn't really need to do much on the weekends, you know. some Half the time I'd do everything I need to do on the Friday night and then I'll have a weekend do stuff, you know. I'd go away for, the, for basketball on Saturday or Sunday and then, you know, we'd have a drink up on Saturday night or whatever, and we just, you know, I, it, it was so needed though, you know, um, just one day, two days to yourself. Sometimes you really need it just to, you know, take a step back. Was it hard? Was it hard to find that balance between schoolwork, basketball, as you said, and that social life? of a weekend was it hard to sort of keep that up because I, I remember as well like even in year 11 and 12 at school you still managed to be a pretty sociable guy at school it wasn't like you were as soon as you got into class head down doing the work and that's all you did like you still uh, managed to have a laugh as well even at school so yeah was that a hard balance to uh to find 
Uh, sometimes it was. Majority of the time, I didn't really think about it. It just sort of come naturally. Um, but there were times where I really need to get work done and, like, uh, I would get a bit distracted by the people around me just because, not really them, but more me because I know that if I'm surrounded by people I know I'm going to talk to, I'm just not going to do any work. So sometimes in that sense it was, but, yeah, like, majority of the time not really it was you know quite simple somebody you know people would come down and just sort of have a chat if I was in the library five minutes and then I get back to work you know it was just an easy switch on switch off um I didn't even know how it come about but it just sort of worked naturally yeah do you do you regret anything about your time at school is there anything you would have done differently looking back now or no, I, I think it was perfect sort of thing. Um, you know, I couldn't imagine a more perfect sort of high school experience, in my opinion. I'd love to go back just because I had so much fun, um, you know, up until year 10. I didn't really do anything, you know. I just made memories, had a laugh. And then year 11 and 12, I just pretty much did the exact same thing. I just worked my ass off a bit. And I got results I never thought could have possibly gotten um, along with, you know, achieving all these accolades and um, the school captaincy, which was something I didn't think I'd ever do, uh, along with making all these friends. I didn't expect to leave school with such a wide variety of friends um, because I, I knew pretty much most people on a good basis, um, no matter what group they were in. And it just felt really good to be able to be on that level with everyone in school because um, I never thought, you know, after year 10, I didn't think things like that would happen and they did. So it was just pretty much perfect. Um, I couldn't think of any other thing that I could do differently. Yeah, I don't know if you feel this way, but, you know, you bring up, you know, up until year 10, it's about making those memories and having fun. And I have to agree. And, you know, t teachers won't like students saying this, but really it's as long as you switch on in year 11 and 12, you'll be right. I think seven to 10, you obviously do the work and you learn, but there's a lot more, you know, freedom to sort of slack off a bit and you, you will be right. I guess for me as well, thinking back year 11 and 12 was sort of like completely different to seven to 10, even though same students, same teachers, same school, it's sort of like it's a new school. It's this new dynamic, yeah. um, I guess, because it's a bit of a structure and that is, is that how you felt sort of like you, you're going into this new, uh, this new atmosphere, I guess you could say this new school in a way in year 11 and 12. Yeah, I, I thought the exact same thing. Um, you have this certain structure and you treat it a certain way up to year 10, not in a bad way, but like you just sort of, everything's treated differently. And then you get into 11 and 12 and it's just sort of like, all right, we're getting serious now. Um, don't stuff around. A lot of things I found they repeated. Um, but then again, a lot of stuff um, that were like the basics and whatnot, I had picked up easily anyways because you still do your assignments even though you muck around and stuff and even if you're not trying to remember stuff you still pick it up so it wasn't very difficult uh to sort of 
get the ball rolling at the start of year 11. Um, you know, everybody had sort of switched on a bit more and I think I just put that a lot more effort into switching on and getting in that sort of gear that I'd never been in before. Um, just to dial down into it and just get started already. And once I had gotten there so quickly, I just sort of kept it up. Yeah, uh, a couple of questions before we go um, about, you know, Xavier sort of looking back. First one, who was your favourite teacher? Uh, um, I'd probably have to be Miss McCrory, I think. Yeah. I think we just did well. We were in the same PE class, weren't we? HSC yeah. 11 and 12. Yeah, we were with Miss McQuarrie. Uh, what was it about her? Why Why would she be in the favourite? What impact did she have on you? Uh, I think she just guided me a lot. Um, she knew how hard I was working and, you know, on the pump I put myself. So sometimes she'd just sort of sit down with me and say, you know, chill out a little bit. Now she'd go 24-7 all the time, just sort of relax a bit. Um uh, you know, she was just a bit of a mentor, so it helped a lot. Year eleven and twelve, sort of get through everything, even when you know shit was under the pump, and you know you'd get a bit stressed out. She could always sort of be the one to fall back on and help me out and whatnot. What was your favourite subject? I've got to be PE for sure. Yeah, yeah. And last but not least, this might be a bit of a hard one. Favourite memory at Xavier College? All right. Um, oh, that's a tough one. I've got so many. Uh, surely it'd have to be, oh God. You can come up with a couple if you want, but yeah. One's probably gonna be Dylan Burton sniffing texts in class. That when was this? Yeah, I, I just remember that being cooked as um, either that or him. Oh, he he was a weird kid. I just he did so many things. Um, oh, or Mitchell Wenzel used to get the hose and spray everyone before we went into the demountables up top for math, and we just get hot shit because everyone had come in drenched because of him. Um, just little stuff like that. I think were the best I can't really oh uh, there are a couple you know drink ups in year 12 I think I remember pretty well um but I, I guess they wouldn't count as school so yeah I mean you can go into them if you want I don't know if I'm a part of any of these stories or not I think I was at a few of them but uh, I think uh, I think the one we were at JK's and we spoke to that um that Thai fighter bloke I think you were there oh I think is that the one I think I remember? It was, well, we were up till about 3 a.m. just sitting having a chat to Jace, weren't we? Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, just weird stuff like that. Just sort of made high school. So I guess um, you could say during high school, because a couple of memories you brought up were just stupid things certain people got up to that, that you remember. I guess, is there anything you did that, that sticks out or... I don't know, like um, something embarrassing or just something that sticks that you did at school? Jake, Wig and I, I think we put glue on a teacher's chair once. Yeah. And that was probably one of the worst things I did. 
and we just went straight to the office and we didn't even cover mouthful that much. We sort of had to, um, I think Finny Dogs made us clean up some rubbish and then he gave us like ice cream after or something like that. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, as, as he did, uh, that's, that's probably the most standout thing I can think of. I don't think I got into too much trouble because um, I never got caught. I think there were a few fart bomb situations, but yeah, nothing, nothing too bad. So with this glue situation, right? Is it literally grabbing a glue stick and like going over the teacher's chair with it? Oh. And did the teacher actually sit on the chair or like what? How did you get caught? Uh, we sort of used like the whole glue stick and really pressed down hard on it. Um, I guess it wasn't the teacher's chair. It was sort of the one next to us and the teacher would keep coming along. We were hoping like Isaac or Kai would sit on it, but um, she ended up coming to try and give us a hand with the project and um, she sort of pulled the chair out, almost sat in it and then realised there was glue. And then, yeah, we just got ripped a new one and straight up the Finney Dog's office and, yeah. Well, before we reveal any more scandalous um, situations from school, I think we better we better nip this one in the bud. Bailey, thank you so much um, for jumping on and telling your story today. Uh, give give us a plug about Blue Babes. Where can we go? Um, how much? And yeah. Um, so bluebabes.co, uh, that's the website, the Facebook and the Instagram um, forty dollars. I've got four tees up at the moment, four different styles. Uh, hopefully soon a winter drop will come out. Uh, at the start, I think I'll have just maybe two different colours with a blue babes logo on it. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to do embroidery or printing. Um, uh, possibly a sloppy Joe as well. So I'll just have to see how things go. And yeah, that's how you can get onto it. Yeah, awesome. Well, to anyone out there listening, make sure you go uh, grab yourself a shirt from Blue Babes. And also, if you're listening out there and you want to come on, tell your story, have a chat, whatever, um, I'm keen to do it. So get in contact with either the page or you're most likely friends with me on Facebook, do it through there. Um, but other than that, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you on the next one.